Kate Holliday and Ryan Rivers here. Uh, we are broadcasting on uh, WRMI out of Miami, Florida on shortwave radio all around the world. And we upload weekly. Uh, we try to get it every weekend onto iTunes as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the lab here, we dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. Um, lately, it's been, of course, the uh, holidays coming up and that sort of thing. Of course. Uh, with that being said... Uh, we also, of course, have the elephant in the room, which is kind of ruining the holidays, according yeah. to, you know, mainstream media, and that is uh, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So last week we talked about how Thanksgiving um, was supposed to be, you know, a stay home, don't travel type deal, and how it's unprecedented in the terms of how Thanksgivings in the past have been. Mm-hmm. Um, Along with other holidays. Right. So... I think this will probably be our last episode on uh, anything COVID-related because this episode may get censored because we're seeing quite a bit of that. You act like you're surprised. Oh, I I, I get what you're saying from the censored point. I was going to say I don't think COVID-19, considering it's November 2020, is going anywhere anytime soon. No. But I see what you're saying with that added little... Because pretty much anything that goes against what the mainstream is saying has been... um, has been getting censored, has been getting deleted, has been getting suppressed, whatever you want to call it. Quote, fact-checked. Fact-checked, yeah, because mm-hmm. they don't want to spread misinformation. I hope you can see my air quotes when I say that. It's very ironic, if yeah. you will. Um, with that, I'm also going to throw out, and I'm going off on a limb here, mm-hmm. uh, the weekly lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. So that may be dangerous throwing that <laughs> out there with this as well to see what type of hate mail we get. Eh. Um, we'll take it. So take this it with all, a grain of salt. Right. This, this whole uh, today, it ties in with last week because they said that Thanksgiving was going to be ruined. Yep. And if you, um, I think one of the um, governors said, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, you're going to be spending Christmas at a funeral. Is what they said. Really? Yes. I did not hear that. That's so, morbid. Uh, just the other day, the 26th was Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So, so on the 22nd of uh, November, a new article came out that was posted by uh, John Hopkins University. Very reputable, by the way, for yeah. this kind of stuff. Unfortunately, it only lasted um, maybe <laughs> a couple days, if that, yeah. before it was quickly deleted and almost every trace of it has been eliminated from the internet. Yeah, from anything. You can't find it anywhere. Right. So I had a suspicion that this would happen. Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, I quickly downloaded it to a Google Doc and saved it on my phone as a PDF. Nice. And I was right. Uh, I think it was the next morning I woke up after I saw it, uh, it was gone. Yeah, and literally you said you searched like every search engine, yep. and you know how when you search certain things, I mean censorship has always been around, um, but you go to certain search engines, you type something in, no matter what it is, sometimes you have to go to like multiple pages to find what you actually want to see. Right. But you couldn't find this anywhere. I couldn't find the article. All I could find was mm. people saying that the article was misinformation and therefore it had been removed. Okay. So I had to go to a New Zealand web source, a uh, website, sorry, a news source. Mm-hmm. And they actually still had an active link for it. Hmm. So the title of it is called um, A Closer Look at U.S. Deaths Due to COVID-19. Yeah. So in the title, it talks about it's U.S. deaths mm-hmm. and somebody from New Zealand still has access to it. And made it, like, public. So a different country knew that this was going to get deleted somehow. Yeah. That's interesting. Go on. Um, So the whole gist of this article was uh, this girl who is a, uh, I think she said she was a grad student at John Hopkins University. She decided to do a 
a quick little, I shouldn't say it's quick, she basically <laughs> took the uh, death rates for uh, the United States, mm -hmm. and she looked at, it was from March until September, and it says that the U.S. deaths have reached a total of 1.7 million. So if you, not to cut you off, but if you stop right there, mm -hmm. you hear 1.7 million, and you're like, oh, geez, like COVID really took a toll, because millions of people, that's a lot of people. Right. But she's talking about deaths overall. Yeah. That's how many people... 1.7 million people died in the United States between yeah. mid-March and mid-September. Yep, from all different causes. Right. So then she uh, goes on to break it down. She says... Um, she And then she does the year previously. Mm-hmm. And she looked at that number. That yep. number is relatively the same as 2020. Yeah. So she's, she said there has been no increase in the amount of deaths that mm -hmm. have occurred. With or without the virus. Right. It's the same. Hmm. Um, what she did notice, and it breaks it down in the article. I'm not going to read it verbatim. Um, but she talked about how last year the causes of death was mentioned as um, heart attack, stroke, cancer, diabetes, complications from pneumonia, motor vehicle accidents, alcohol, that type of stuff. Right. And that number equaled roughly 1.7 million. And this year... The COVID death rate has gone up significantly, or the COVID death rate is much higher than those other causes, okay? Okay. But what's weird, and she points out in her research, is that the actual trend, if you take away the COVID, all those other bars come back to normal. Yeah. And she talks about how, and I've heard this from many people that actually work in emergency rooms, that work at hospitals, not just here, but across the country. Because mm -hmm. uh, I know a lot of people that still work in EMS, which is what I did before I um, left and did something different. So mm -hmm. a lot of people have been saying this. And at first I was like, no, no way. But it makes sense. So a lot of doctor offices, a lot of uh, hospitals, whatever you want to call it, nursing homes, when somebody dies, regardless of what caused it. Mm hmm if they have the virus in their system, they contribute that death to COVID. Right. I've heard that as well. Which significantly runs the numbers up, just as this article points out. Right. Because if, because like you were saying, if you take that away and you actually just put like, oh, this person actually died from a heart attack. They just ironically had COVID. Right. Those other bars would go back to normal, but they right. list it as a COVID related death. Uh -huh. So that, that makes sense. So it says that um, according to this research, the uh, COVID-19 death toll is misleading, is what this says. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says that she believes that the deaths due to heart disease, respiratory disease, uh, influenza, pneumonia, may instead be recategorized as being due to COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Because Which... these facilities, these hospitals, these nursing homes, they get compensated by the government. I was going to say, I don't know if that's a rumor or if that's true, but it sounds like it is true. Because we heard that at the very beginning of covid um, that places were purposely, like if anybody died, they basically in their facility were making it a requirement to test them for COVID. Like even after they had passed, yep. they were still testing them for COVID. And then if they had COVID in their system, regardless if that played into it at all, they were listing it as a COVID related death to get paid. Right. Because right? The, I don't understand. Well, the government set aside, you know, billions COVID of dollars funds. for COVID relief. But it's like you're getting paid for somebody dying. Like it, The whole thing's sketchy. That, yeah. And, like, the reason I wanted to bring this up is just the fact that this article got deleted, like, tells you a lot, you know? Yeah. And, and we were 
mainly like it's not just that it got deleted from like one platform Mm -hmm. like when ryan told me for those you guys listening like he shared this article with me and to me it wasn't really that shocking because we still work in the healthcare field we've been dealing with this the entire year we've been in the mix of everything we get like firsthand information from certain resources and all that kind of stuff so it's like we're not blowing smoke at all because we've been involved in this now we're not experts by any means but the fact that somebody had enough power to delete it from pretty much the entire internet in the right. U.S. That's censorship, like, hardcore. Like, mm-hmm. First Amendment rights. Like, you... And, I mean, we've been seeing a lot of that, whether it's on social media platforms, like... And this isn't a political rant, and we don't really, like, ever get into politics, but, like, whether it's Trump getting censored, people who support Trump, people who talk about COVID in a certain light where the media is not wanting... They're like, no, 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 we need to go with this number because it's scarier, mm-hmm. even though they don't come out and say that. Like... Now, this is just our my opinion, personally, but it's like they use certain numbers and things to scare you yeah, because that's sure. what the media does. They want to control you. So, like, the fact that somebody somewhere, don't know who it is, has enough power to delete legit information like this, like this lady comes from a very reputable university, did the research, and even something we're going to get into here in a little bit, the CDC website has it posted. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go look at it, but right. the media doesn't. Project it. And that's so what everybody has been saying online. Like, even though the article got deleted, the numbers that she's going off of is on the CDC website. It right. just takes you being able to, uh, I guess, be a wizard with, like, Excel and, like, making yeah. the cells to, like, show, okay, well, this would affect that, this would affect that. So she took the time, broke it all down, yeah. which anybody can do. It's right. just she actually put, you know, pen to paper and posted it. And I was going to say layman's terms. It got deleted. Too, because if you don't have any knowledge of the healthcare world, it makes it a lot harder to understand this and all you really can go off of is the media and mm-hmm. what's presented to you so unless you're involved in it like we are or you're getting first-hand knowledge or you can actually read her article which is broken down into simple terms or like go to the cdc where it mentions like certain um risk factors and things like that and you actually right. understand what those are being in healthcare, it's hard to depict like and understand what they're saying all you see is total deaths from covid right like quarter of a million people and that's not saying that people haven't died because of COVID. Obviously, they no, have. clearly. However, I just want it to be known that just because you get COVID doesn't mean that you die. Not at all. And that's kind of like what has been shoved down everybody's throat for the last year. Right. You same, know what I mean? Just like somebody saying if you go to a Thanksgiving dinner, you're going to go to a funeral a month at later. Christmas, because yeah. of COVID. Like, come on, dude. Right. You know? Like, right. I just think, yeah. So, and that's the whole reason why we wanted to talk about this. Like, it is the holidays, and we talked about it last week. Like, if you want to go see your family and you know the risks and if there's somebody who is high risk and you know we'll get into that like I said with the numbers and risk factors playing into it if that's something you, your family is okay with then do it do what makes you happy if you want to go spend it with your family does not mean you're going to spend the next holiday at a funeral home at all because the funeral home is probably closed because of COVID that's true they probably <laughs> don't even have services which, which I is have, another thing though yeah I've heard some pretty messed up stuff about that which really ticks me off but um so, yeah, what do you think of this article overall? What do I think of it? Yeah. I think uh, that it, the information needs to be available to people so right. that they can draw their own conclusions. Cause, and then I even went to just, like, different forums that were non-political, that were non-healthcare related, just, you know, um, just anything and everything you could think about. And just it, discussion it forums? Did, it did make it there. Yeah. However, people were like, oh, the link's dead. I can't click on it. What did it say? And it's like, that's such a shame because these people are so interested in it mm-hmm. that somebody ended up picking a screenshot of his computer before it got deleted. Right. And he posted it. And then somehow that gets deleted. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like these people, 
are now like zeroed in on like trying to stomp this out and like make it disappear and now they're creating their own articles that are being like oh don't don't read that that that's just false right and two it leaves it open to interpretation because if you're on that platform and like you said let's say it's a non-censored platform or whatever you want to call it somebody who didn't see the article reaches out and says oh i'm really curious somebody who doesn't agree with the article and wants you to be scared or wants to give their two cents can tell you something that wasn't legitimately in that article Mm -hmm. and somebody's not going to be able to verify it yeah so once again that leaves the media to be like oh yeah this was posted um and no like that's not what it said because we were just talking about that in the news uh the other day how somebody said it was an exaggeration i forget what you were saying um Somebody was like, oh, yeah, the numbers in Detroit about the election oh, were, yeah, like, yeah. over-exaggerated, but the media took it so out of context, and yeah. then one of our local radio shows here played the clip of the guy talking, and they literally took the word exaggeration and plugged it into something else. So somebody could easily do that with anything, especially something that got deleted from the internet as a whole. Yeah. Like, it just blows my mind that people are out there trying to scare people. In the same country they live in, where we have so many freedoms as opposed to other countries. Like, why are you trying to scare your neighbor? Well, because the, the news gets, you know, more more money for commercial time and whatnot. By it's the, all about greed. By how drama they are. You know, dramatic, and they got to get their numbers up. Nobody's going to watch the news if it's talking about survival rates. Yeah. You know? Which is probably the biggest thing. So, okay, talking about numbers, like, a quarter of a million people have died from, quote, COVID-related things. Yeah. Right? That sounds scary. Quarter of a million. You hear million in any sense, whether it's money, people, anything. That sounds like a crap ton of people, right? Yeah. But the fact that they're coming out and saying that 98.54 or something like that is the survival percent is the survival rate yeah. of COVID. So literally 1% out of the entire population of the US is the fatality rate. What sounds scarier? 200 250,000 people died from COVID because that's all they say. They don't say anything else. 250,000 people have died from COVID or there is a 1% fatality rate. What sounds scarier? Right. So, and and that's what Ryan and I are saying. Like, those numbers are out there to the general population, but you have to think about no matter what news platform you're watching, what numbers do they go with? Yeah, they go with the negative ones. Right. And it's, you know... The more dramatic ones, if you will. And I think that's across the board like whether you're a democrat whether you're a republican whether you're in between whether you don't really care like you're picking a certain news station you have to pay attention to those things because if you don't know any better and you're not in a situation like ourselves where we do get first-hand information mm-hmm. what are you really hearing what information are you being given well that and now they're starting to just say like how many positive cases there are because obviously right. there's way more positive cases than there are deaths yeah so now like you'll hear oh six thousand new positive cases in this state alone and mm-hmm. it's like but how many of them were sick? Right. What are their symptoms? Like, I would love for... Did they have any? Did they just get tested for the heck of it because everybody's offering free tests now? Which, no wonder your test, your positive rate's going up. Right. More people are getting tested. Right. Do you remember in the beginning of COVID when the test kit was so new and they didn't have that many? They mm-hmm. were only testing the high-risk people and the numbers were low. And it's because nobody was getting tested. Right. And that goes back, and I know we've thrown this out there a couple times talking about COVID, but it's like... Trump said, if you stop talking about it, it'll go away. Yeah. And he didn't mean that in a literal sense. But think back to the beginning of the year when we had no access to test kits or little access to test kits. There weren't that many positive cases because nobody was getting tested. And let alone, there were no death rates being recorded because it wasn't a thing. Somebody had a heart attack. They just had a heart attack. It wasn't a, 
oh, he had COVID, but he also had a heart attack because he ate a quarter pounder every day. Right. You know? Yeah. Died from lung cancer because he smoked three packs a day, but he ironically had COVID in his system. Like, those things weren't getting reported. Yeah. And frankly, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but, like, if I was a family member and somebody in my family got into, like, a motor vehicle accident, accident and, like, died on impact... And they recorded that family member's death as a COVID-related death. Which has happened in this state. I would be pissed. It has just, happened in yeah, this state. Absolutely. And we know, like, I have firsthand account, accounts, just like you do, from people who work in local ERs and mm-hmm. things like that, that have said that's what has happened to people's family members. Like, I would be absolutely upset. Yeah. I'd be like, that is fraud. Like, I feel like I would want to sue them or something. Like, I don't know if that's possible. But you know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's sickening to me. Because it's like you're literally using my relative's death to get money. To further your agenda. And that's not what they died from. Maybe this is turning into another conspiracy episode. Maybe. I don't know. It sure seems like it. What do you got from the CDC, though? I'm curious. Yeah, so I pulled up the CDC website. Now, if you don't know where to go on the CDC website or you don't know what to search, it might be a little bit hard to find. But I found their article... Um, and if you guys want to Google it, or if you don't like Google, whatever duck, website. DuckDuckGo. Yeah, DuckDuckGo, non-biased. Um, it's called Weekly Updates by Select Demographic and Geographic Characteristics. Ooh, a catchy title. Right. So this says, instead of just getting the blanket death toll, mm-hmm. this breaks it down to um, age group, gender, living situation, and then like contributing factors. Whether or not you paid your taxes. Correct. So... Um, like for instance, it says overall death tolls, and this was updated on the 25th. Okay. So like three days ago or four days ago, 240,213 people have died from COVID. In the United States. In the United States. It says all deaths involving COVID-19, right? And deaths from all causes over the course of the year, 2.5 million. Okay. So 2.5 million people have died in the U.S. this year. Yep. 240 have died, uh, involving COVID-19. Yep check so even that number is way lower than two and a half million and that's even with the i'm gonna go out on a limb and say fraudulent recordings of covid deaths because it there weren't covid deaths um so it just breaks it down into total under of ages and obviously as you go up so under one year old it's only 29 people in the entire entire united states that died from quote covid okay um and of course it goes up. So 85 years and older is the highest group. Right, which group is what have. this other article said that got deleted was obviously the elderly population, that number is going to be higher because more elderly people die. In general. Like it's it's, it's the right. way it is. Right. Like and way before COVID and way after it ends, it's going to be the same way. Yep. And Ryan and I were kind of talking about this. And this is just taking all feelings out of it in general. If your grandma passed away from COVID this year, Let's say COVID didn't exist. Somebody else's grandma would have passed away from some other factor because the number of deaths last year and this year are pretty much the same. So if it wasn't due to COVID of your family member this year, somebody else would have taken their place, essentially, by the number. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's hard to explain, but you get what I'm saying. So 85 years and older, 74,000 people have passed away from COVID, which makes sense. Yeah. So, you know... And then it breaks it down into male, female, all that kind of stuff. And when I say that makes sense, it makes sense compared to the 29 that you talked about that were infants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so in the beginning, they were like, oh, it's not a contributing factor to young kids at all, which clearly it's a contributing factor to everybody, Mm -hmm. just on a different level because of their factors. So the next group um, talks about place of death. Okay. So what setting were these people in when they passed away? So a healthcare setting, as far as like inpatients, 155,000. 
Makes sense. It does. You're, you're already inpatient for something, right. whether it's COVID or a different health issue, you right. know. Um, and then emergency rooms, 8,000. Uh, and then decedent's home. So people who died in their home, 13,000. Hospice facility, 7,000, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Nursing home or long-term care facility, the number jumps up to 51,000. Wow. Makes sense. It does indeed. Because if you're already in a nursing home or long-term care facility, you you have some type of chronic condition or you are, you know, to the point in your life where you can't take care of yourself. Right. Which I would say when I worked uh, in EMS, 90% of the uh, cardiac arrests that we worked, we were toned out to nursing facilities, nursing homes. Right. So if this was that day and age, you know, 12 years ago or whenever you worked in EMS, they would record it as COVID probably because they tested that person and they may have had it. Um, so this one I found interesting. And if you don't know what ICD-10 codes are, you don't really need to pay attention to this because it tells you what the diagnosis is. Um, but these are contributing factors. So conditions contributing to deaths where COVID-19 was listed on the death certificate. So literally the CDC has an entire table of a crap ton of diagnoses that were contributing factors to why this person passed away. Okay. It lists it right here on this thing. So ICD-10 codes is basically the billing code for whatever the person had. That's all you need to know. Um, so it breaks it down in between respiratory diseases, circulatory diseases, um, and then other random uh, chronic diseases and things like that. So all ages, influenza and pneumonia, even though this person was documented on their death certificate as having COVID, 102,000 of these 240,000 people died from influenza or pneumonia. Okay. So... All right. Almost half of those already had the flu or some type of pneumonia going on. Right. Check. Um, close to 100,000 and 83,000 respiratory failure. Mm-hmm. So, which we know that can be contributed to by COVID, sure. Um, chronic lower respiratory disease, 21,000. Mm. Uh, adult respiratory distress syndrome, almost 30,000. Other uh, nonspecific diseases of the respiratory system as a whole, almost 10,000. Wow. So... We know that any respiratory thing can come from COVID. It causes respiratory issues. So influenza and pneumonia is like the only one that really sticks out right there, but 102,000. The other ones could have been contributed by COVID, but you get down to these other ones, circulatory diseases, hypertensive diseases, 50,000. Wow. Ischemic heart disease, 27,000. Like these are chronic issues, which maybe if you had COVID since the beginning of the year, you could have developed this. Cardiac arrest, 27,000. Cardiac arrest, and they listed it as COVID. Yeah. Almost 30,000 people died of cardiac arrest, and they listed it as COVID. Like, to me, that's just, what? Look I, at the diabetes there, almost 40 grand. Yep, diabetes, 38,000. And you don't get diabetes from COVID. And you don't get COVID from diabetes. No, obesity, 9,000. Alzheimer's disease, 9,000. Renal failure, 21,000. Which goes back to what we were saying. Like, we understand if you are high risk or you have certain concerns, then yeah, take the precautions. Right. However, you know, you can't just believe the mainstream media when they say that, you know, these are the numbers and you're next. Right. I just don't understand. So, out of all ages, those are that's just a snapshot of things that contributed to people dying and they listed it as COVID. And then they just have a list of other, you know, conditions and causes that people had that contributed to COVID death, quote, air quote. <laughs> but like vascular and unspecified dementia, 26,000. 
I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody getting COVID and then all of a sudden developing dementia, even after months. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say it doesn't well, it's exist. Well, it's, it's a very new virus. It hasn't been around very long. No, and I know the symptoms have changed dramatically since the beginning of it. You know, like, kids kids and infants, like, weren't getting it at all. And then they did get it, and there was talks about, like, their skin reddening and their lips doing something weird and all mm. that kind of stuff. Like, the symptoms have obviously developed since the beginning of the year when it became prevalent. But, like, I'm sorry. A lot of those, like, having... I'm not a doctor by any means, but like having some basic knowledge of those medical conditions we just listed off, I'm going to call BS. Like, I'm sorry, if I died of a heart attack and you tested me for COVID and I had COVID, you better put a heart attack on there. (laughs) Even though you're not going to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. So this isn't like a complain fest or anything. This is more of like, Ryan, I want to put knowledge out there. We wanted to get it out there and we wanted to share because... You know, we need to share it. I mean, truly, working in the healthcare field and dealing with this all year long, like, we do have some animosity built up and some fatigue and all that kind of stuff, but it is so frustrating. Yes, but we are also very understanding to those that have, like, legitimately suffered. And I think that's the most frustrating thing. Absolutely. Because there are people that, yes, have been impacted by this. Yeah. However, to tell somebody's family, oh, unfortunately, they caught COVID when they hit a, you know, a bridge embankment like right all right there's something something going on here right and that that's what i'm saying like that's extremely frustrating like we recently just had um a close friend get covid and they were like laid up for two weeks yeah you know like they had some other contributing factors to it but they were sick like they didn't even want to go down to get their mail and they were fine before that you know what i mean in they order could to get like, their mail before they could they have they run two different companies and all this kind of stuff, and they were totally fine. So I'm not downplaying the effect of COVID that it has on certain people. My biggest thing is I just don't want everyone to be afraid to live their lives. Well, too late. Well, no time like the present. No when time. in Rome. Yeah, there uh, you go. You know. I don't know. Um, maybe this maybe this episode will stay up. Maybe it'll get taken down. We don't know. We'll see. We'll see how much power somebody has. The beauty of shortwave radio is it's very hard to censor it. Which is why, yeah. uh, um, you know, it was so successful, like during the Cold War and that type of stuff. Whenever they broadcasted stuff, even yeah. today, like, um, you know, you got all sorts of signals going in and out of North Korea, uh, mm-hmm. communist nations like that. So, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll stay on the air down there. However, I'm not too sure what Apple will do with us. So I'm curious yeah. if it'll stay up. If uh, then again, nobody may even listen to us. So if it hey, that's cool too. If it doesn't get taken down, we know that nobody heard it. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, theweeklylab at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us what your thoughts are on the whole situation. If mm-hmm. we offended you, I'm truly sorry. Yep. I, that wasn't our intentions. Um, however, we want to make sure that uh, everybody has a voice here. Mm-hmm. And um, we're not going to censor you. That the truth is <laughs> uh, is actually getting out there. And yeah. if it's not going to get out there, well, we made an attempt. We did. We tried to do our part. We tried to do it. Yep. yep.